pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. It's a nice Friday slate. Uh, really like Friday slates. It's, uh, you know, 14 games. We just have the Cubs and uh, Twins games that won't be on the slate, but uh, you guys know why I like the Friday games. It gives you a nice mix of tournaments, cash games. Don't have to worry about ownership as much. It doesn't feel like the 2v2, 3v3 swaps and cash games like some days, so uh, it should be a fun day overall. Really excited here to uh, break down the games for you guys and, uh, you know, kind of dive into it and we'll start it off really quick right here let's go with nationals phillies first game up nine total we got eric uh, fetty and nick pavetta and this guys this is a game that i think is pretty interesting nick pavetta is one that i'm looking at a little bit as an interesting term and option uh you know first look at like Pavetta you kind of think to yourself well is Pavetta the guy like against this offense it's not a fun offense to target right but uh, Pavetta has been really good this year uh, you know the exips at 3.43 K percentage at 28.6%. I mean, he's been really phenomenal this season. Sure, he's had his struggles uh, with lefties, you know, the Wobat 347, but the ISO is down at 156. He's definitely limited a ton of power. He's done a pretty good job this season. I really think Pavetta is an interesting term and option. The only issue I have a little bit with Pavetta here is the price, right? Uh, if you look, 9.5K on DraftKings, FanDuel 8.6, and then uh, 18.9 on Fantasy Draft. I think the price is fair, right? It just, I wish it was like in that 8K range or so, but uh, I, I still think it's fine. I still think we can end up, you know, getting away with it. We can totally do it as, with that price, but, uh, you know, I just wish it was a little cheaper, right? Uh, I'm always looking for a bargain, but uh, I think he's perfectly fine. He's more of a tournament play than a cash game play for me specifically, but I think he's certainly in play. Uh, there is going to be some upside here with this Nationals line up uh yeah they're a good team and all but uh you know the strikeout upside that pavetta's had throughout the season it's just it, it, it can't go ignored he's been too good uh let's talk about the options i'll talk about uh fetty and what we want to do there uh, i think you know targeting some of these philly bats is fine uh fetty's been good though 3.70 xfip the k percentage is down though not really doing well in that department so there's not really a case i think to play him because it's just not enough strikeout upside his ground balls are good though at 54.7 percent but i do think we could target some of these uh, hitters here. I mean, if you look, the Wobe is at 354, uh, 325 between both sides of the plates. The ISO against lefties, though, is 220. I think with some of these lefties, we can really attack Fetty and uh, have our way. And this is a good stadium, too, for hitters in Philadelphia. This could obviously be a problem for him. So I like, uh, you know, maybe taking some guys as one-offs, right? A Cesar Hernandez, an Abdubal Herrera, Carlos Santana, Nick Williams. Just kind of take those lefties as one-offs and really call it a day. Don't want to go too crazy. Don't think this is a game that I love, uh, you know, loading up on bats on. Uh, more so uh, like uh, a guy like Pavetta and then maybe taking the, some one-offs on the Phillies and unfortunately won't be playing too many nationals today just not the right uh, not the right spot not the right slate for them 
Next game up, we got the Los Angeles Angels, the Baltimore Orioles. This is a 10 total, one of the higher totals on the slate. We got Felix Pena against David Hess, and uh, I can tell you right now, we are not looking at the pitchers here. This is going to be a game where it's all the offense. We really want to get some exposure to these guys here. It, I mean, just... Think about it, the way Hess has been, uh, 6.15 XFIP, the K percentage at 13.3%, walk rates at 9.4. This is a spot to definitely be targeting these guys. And, uh, you know, my first thing is looking at the, looking at like the CX Boba to see who can really crush him here. And it's like, you know, Mike Trout and J Justin Upton. Looking at the plate IQ here, uh, you know, they're obvious guys uh, that would probably be good here. But uh, just looking at the plate IQ, it obviously, uh, you know, matches up and says, hey, this is a good spot to target. We need to load up against him. Uh, he is probably going to get crushed. So uh, I really like just going going uh, with those main guys in the Angels, like a Kinsler, Pujols, uh, with Otani not in that lineup, this team is definitely not as good, which is kind of unfortunate, right? It's not the team that, it, you know, that we saw in the past, but, um, Trout and Upton, they are two of the top plays you can argue on this slate. I mean, Pools and Kinsler are solid values too. The Angel stack is one of the best stacks of the day. On top of that, look at the plate IQ ratings. Mike Trout, Justin Upton, they're one and two in our Roto Grinders premium plate IQ ratings, and for good reason, right? This is just such a good spot for these guys. So don't miss out on these bats. It's going to be 91 degrees at this game. Uh, it's just a, a small ballpark too, going from the LA park to the Baltimore. This is a great spot for Angels bats. Don't miss out on them. Uh, they're one of my favorite stacks of the day. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm assuming other people will be on them too, but we'll see if they're able to fit them in there because when you put in those big bats, it's really tough to get the good top end pitchers. And I feel like people are going to gravitate that way today. So uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting slate all, all around. Again, Friday slates are always fun. And I think people are going to want to prioritize a guy like a Jacob up to ground today who uh, we'll get to but uh angel stack is one that i'm definitely going to prioritize in my tournaments and try to be overweight on the field with and try and mix and match some of these guys in my cash games even a luis valbuena i might might try to take some shots on him i think he's a pretty solid option too at the bottom of the order uh the bottom of the order is kind of ugly right now but cole calhoun's figured out a swing a little bit so maybe take a shot on him or so but yeah this uh this angel's bottom of the order is not not what it used to be with taking otani out of the lineup in kozar Next, next team up, let's talk about the Orioles a little bit here. And, uh, yeah, they have a nice total today, 4.55, going against Felix Pena. He's someone that I think we could, uh, you know, target a little bit. Uh, I mean, he hasn't pitched a ton this year. The problem is the sample is small. So let's see. Uh, I don't know if he has a, a sample with last year, but let's check. Last season, yeah. So if you put last season's numbers, 106 played appearances against righties and 104 against lefties. So that's enough to, I guess, you know, look at the data a little bit. Uh, I wish we had more sample, but this is all we got right here. So uh, 4.82 xFIP. He had a K percentage of 24.3%. The walk rate's at 10.5%. And then, man, the Woba is about 360 against both these guys, above almost 200 on both of them, 283 against righties, 195 against lefties. I mean, Pena's definitely had his uh, struggles and can get hit here. So I'm looking at maybe Colby Rasmus at the top. I think he looks like a really interesting value play that you can get in your cash games that I would definitely be considering. Manny Machado, if you have the money for him, go for it. I just don't know if he's a guy that I'm prioritizing to spend on. If he fits, sure. I'm never going to argue against Manny Machado, but just don't think you prioritize him today. Adam Jones, I think he's perfectly fine. Uh, I know Chris Davis has hit, been hitting the ball a lot better, but... I don't know if I can end up pulling the trigger on it. I think it's a conversation to have. And, uh, you know, when you're making your cash game player pool where he's cheap, you still consider him, especially in this spot. But 
I don't really want to pull the trigger that much. And with all the righty struggles that uh, have been going on here with uh, Pena, he just seems like he's given a lot of power up to righties. I think this could be a great spot for a Trey Mancini home run. Uh, I like his uh, possibility to hit one out today as a little bit of a value. So Orioles stack is certainly in play, and I don't say that often. I think they're fine, but not again, not one of my favorite stacks. Uh, and I think that you can get some value here uh, in your cash games. It's pretty good. And it could be a nice little cheaper stack in, uh, in tournaments too, possibly. Next game up, Boston Red Sox, New York Yankees, 9.5 total here. We have Eduardo Rodriguez and CC Sabathia. And first look at this game, I was pretty shocked to see Eduardo Rodriguez as not being the favorite. I kind of just assumed he would be the favorite. And then when I saw it, I was like, whoa, like CC's a minus 120 favorite. And I guess that's just giving respect to this Yankees bats. And uh, I can see, you know, CC hasn't been, you know, awful this year. He's still found a way to get it done, right? Um, so, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do here. It's one of those things where I just think Eduardo Rodriguez is strictly a tournament play. You can't play him in cash. I understand uh, the SB2 prices aren't the best on this slate. There's not like an SB2 that I've fallen in love with for a cheap price yet. So I'm kind of like trying to figure out what I want to do with SB2 still. And one of the things that I'm thinking is Eduardo Rodriguez was in the conversation, but the problem is it's the Yankees, right? Like he normally would, would be in the conversation on these type of slates, but this is a tough offense. It's in a tough park. It's going to be 90 degrees, wind blowing out 10 miles an hour. It's strictly tournaments. If you think these bats are going to swing and miss, then go for it. But I, I'm too scared to do it in my cash games and in tournaments. I'm a little scared too. I would like to see what the umpire is, but even that might not even uh, be able to bail him out because again, this Yankees offense is really, really talented. Let's talk about CC Sabathia now. I do think this is a spot we can take advantage of him. It's a lefty, right? We got Mookie Betts and JD Martinez both having the right side of the plate where they can just absolutely crush CC. I, I like paying up for those guys. They're really good options on the day slate. I would pay up for Trout over him, but still, I think he's a, you know, those guys are two really good options. And the Red Sox sack, of course, it's certainly fine. It's in play. It's just expensive, right? Uh, so if you're going to pay up for this Red Sox sack, I don't know how you're getting these other expensive pitchers, right? So that's kind of one of the things that uh, we'll get to, we'll talk about. Uh, I'm very curious how it's all going to kind of uh, go down with uh, paying up for the bats versus paying for the pitchers today. Last thing to note in this game, it's a good game to get cash game exposure to. If you can, just try and find the value where you can. Maybe if Greg Bird gets a jump bump in the lineup, he's been cheap. Uh, Eduardo Nunez, maybe. But uh, you're going to have to pay for these guys if you want them in your cash games. Uh, so, yeah, let's move on to the next one. We have the Detroit Tigers, the Toronto Blue Jays. This is a nine total. And we have Francisco Liriano against Marcus Stroman. This is going to be Stroman's uh, second game back from injury. And, uh, you know, he did perfectly fine against the Angels. Five innings pitch, five strikeouts, you know, got all of his ground balls. Had only 81 pitches, too. I actually think this is a pretty good spot for Stroman. I, I kind of want to know what the pitch count's possibly going to be because 81, I'm guessing it gets bumped like to 90. If that's not the case, that's great, especially for 6,300. I think he's a really interesting play. The Tigers have been really bad against righties this season. I think he's a nice tournament option. Cash games, again, there, there's some other guys we'll talk about. There's not like a clear cut that I'm in love with. Uh, I don't know. Maybe other people are going to follow because, again, the projections are showing that. But uh, I think Strowman's interesting. I think you could even consider him in cash games today. Uh, I don't know if I would pull the trigger exactly, but I think he's in like the player pool conversation. I think he's a good tournament option that you want to be considering. So uh, Tigers have been really bad against righties this year. So, uh, so I think this is a really good spot for Strowman. And, uh, you know, one thing that you don't have to worry about with a guy like Strowman since he's such a ground ball pitcher. Sure, the strikeouts aren't going to be there as much, but his pitch count doesn't get destroyed as much with uh, being a ground ball pitcher. He tries to get, him, you know, get himself out of innings quicker with that ground balls that he throws. So uh, I, I like Strowman a little bit here on the upside francisco liriano he is a guy that i will not be playing i will be targeting a little bit here with teoscar hernandez love him in this spot think he's a really good play we can get him for a good price fire away 
think he's perfectly fine. Justin Smoke, uh, you know, he's someone that I do think is uh, certainly interesting today. It's a good spot. I can't complain on him. And then Salarte, he's fine. Morales, I mean, most of these righties here, right? These guys are good at hitting, uh, you know, lefties. But I like kind of like the guys at the top, the Hernandez and the Smokes. Those are like the main two guys that I really love here uh, on the Blue Jays today. Also wanted to note Stroman's price. Uh, it's it's 6-2 on FanDuel. It's 6-3 on DraftKings. And Fantasy Draft, he is 13.1K. So uh, that's the discount that you get on him. It's uh, This is a guy we used to pay 10K for back in the day. So uh, yeah, and he looked good the last start against the Angels. So uh, yeah, I think that's a really interesting spot for him. No Tigers bats for me on this slate. Let's go to the next one. Let's talk about the main pitcher of the night, the guy that everyone's going to want to be all over. It's Jacob deGrom. It's the New York Mets, the Miami Marlins, seven total here with uh, Sandy Alcantara and Jacob deGrom going against each other. And uh, it's all deGrom all day here. I have to like him. I think he's going to degrominate. Uh, he's the guy that you're going to want, I think. Uh, he's expensive, though. That's kind of one of, the, one of the problems about it. Can you spend on him? 11.7K on FanDuel. On DraftKings, he's 13.6. And again, this is really pricey for him. And then 26.7K on Fantasy Draft. And for good reason, right? It's also in Miami, Good Pitchers Park. It's just, it's a phenomenal spot for him. So I like him a lot. If you can spend the money on him, go for it. I'm going to try my best to spend my money on him, but it always depends on your overall roster construction, right? So we'll have to kind of see how it shapes up, but I think he's one of the uh, better plays on the slate today. Uh, let's talk about Sandy Alcantara. I do think this is a guy that uh, we could target up a little bit if you want with the lefties, but it's not one of my favorite spots in the slate. Uh, New York Mets bats are not ones I go crazy with, so uh, no need to really go out of control roster in these guys. If you look at the numbers on him, again, very small sample here uh, so far. Let's see. Yeah, that's for the last two seasons. So we can't even really, doesn't even really count because uh, we don't have any data on him this season. So, but he's had his struggles, right? The exits around like 4.3, you know, definitely giving up a ton of uh, damage with the wool, but it's just, this is a guy I think we can target with lefties here and there, right? A guy like Brandon Nemo, who's been absolutely crushing the ball. I heard a stat on his uh, Woba this year, I think it was. I don't have it up in front of me right now, but it was a really, really good this season. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where you, you watch as a fan and you know he's been good, but when you see the numbers, you're like uh, in awe. It's just been pretty phenomenal the type of year that he's been having. So I think he's a perfectly fine guy to go with, maybe a Conforto, but I'm not going to go crazy with these guys. Uh, if anyone, it's probably Nemo. His price is 3K on FanDuel, 4.6K on DraftKings, and then Fantasy Draft, 8.9K. So, uh, yeah, I, I like him more on FanDuel. I think it's just like a really nice discount on him. So, uh, yeah, over there, it's perfectly fine. But that's enough to talk about this game. I uh, just want to kind of say, again, Jacob DeGrom, really good play today. You don't want to miss out on him. You want to be overweight in tournaments and in cash games. You want to try and prioritize him if you can, but it's definitely not going to be the easiest because of the price. Next game up, Milwaukee Brewers, Cincinnati Reds, 10 total. And we have Chase Anderson and Sal Romano. And, uh, you know, first thought on this game is, man, when the Milwaukee Brewers play the Cincinnati Reds, what happens? The game normally goes wild. It's normally a lot of runs scored, a lot of home runs. These are two small ballparks. It's in Cincinnati. It's going to be 90 degrees. This is a spot where a lot of home runs are hit. I believe it's like the second most uh, home runs are hit in this park. Just a reason to load up on this game, right? Uh, I love this spot. I think it's a great game stack. If you're, you know, not not many people are going to game stack this game today. So, uh, you know, people will play the Brewer side, people will play the Red side. How many are actually going to game stack the game up on a 15 or 14 game slate with so many different spots to go to? So, uh, if you're playing tournaments, make sure you get a game stack of this game. It's a fantastic spot. Load up on it. Like all this, all the sides. Uh, let's talk about some of the bats I like. Eric Thames. He's expensive, but he's a really good play. Um, 
perfectly fine guy to pay for. Uh, it's definitely going to be a good spot here against Romano. Ryan Braun, he's really just too cheap on FanDuel specifically. They have him way too underpriced, so uh, don't miss out on that price tag on him. He's a guy that you definitely want to get some exposure to today. Uh, also, Fantasy Draft, he's a little cheap at 8K. Same with Travis Shaw. He's got a nice 8.1K price tag over there. 4.1 is nice on Shaw, too. 3.5 on FanDuel. It's still a discount from what we see him at. We normally see him at like that 3.8. That's when I kind of get like annoyed with playing him, but when he's in this price is when I kind of like to jump on. So I'm thinking of jumping on Travis Shaw. I know Christian Yelich got hurt yesterday, so I believe we think Keon Broxton's going to be in there. So if you need that in your stack and it provides a little value, sure, you can go for it. That's perfectly fine. Uh, that Brewers, bottom of the lineup, they definitely provide uh, some value between Broxton, VR, Pena, and Arcia. So if you're jamming some of those more expensive guys like a Jesus Aguiar too, who I didn't talk about, but he's probably my least favorite of those three at the top. Uh, he can certainly hit a home run out though. He's a really good option, but uh, he's pricing. I'd rather go to Thames. But overall, uh, you might have to mix in some of these guys at the bottom of the lineup just to kind of help you get in like a good pitcher if you're trying to do that. Let's talk about the Reds a little bit. Uh, Scott Shevler at the top. I love what they did with their lineup going with like these lefty heavy guys against the righties. So like Shevler, Barnhart, Votto, uh, Jeanette, it's definitely been uh, pretty good for them and uh, I'm sure it'll be uh, pretty good today as well. I think that, you know, you can go with Shevler if you want, you know, kind of the best way I would stack this thing up would be looking at like the honestly just like the 137 i probably just anything but billy hamilton billy hamilton's just been so bad so uh yeah i think that's the way i would really look at this team is anyone in the 137 is perfectly in play there's some decent value here with tucker barnhart in your cash games and then uh, even winker is perfectly fine today you know he had a home run yesterday so don't expect it again but uh yeah he's he's an okay option i guess uh just some of these guys are getting really expensive on the reds uh so if you can make it work sure certainly fine it's one of those game stack situations for me though i think is the best way to do this because again you're if you game stack this game up it's going to be tough to get some really good pitchers so you're going to have to rely on those cheap pitching options next game up houston astros tampa bay rays seven total here we have garrett cole and wilmer font and uh, this is a seven total and i think garrett cole is perfectly in play he's definitely actually one of the uh, you know one of the better pitching options on this slate that we need to be considering I, you know, I'm more on Team DeGrom right now. If you force me to pick, uh, if you force my hand, that's who I'm going with. But I still think Garrett Cole's a really good option. He's another guy. If you want to get overweight on someone at the top, I think he's a good guy to get overweight on. Price is 11.5 on FanDuel, 13K on DraftKings, and 24.8K on Fantasy Draft. Definitely think he is a guy that you can uh, get some exposure to. Could be a nice pivot off of uh, DeGrom ownership-wise, though, because I think DeGrom is going to gain the ownership on this slate. I personally won't be playing any bats on the Rays side of the ball. I will pass on all those guys. On the opposite side, the Rays are obviously going to be doing their, uh, you know, um, their bullpen game type thing. Wilmer Font's in there, and then he'll probably come out after a couple innings, and someone else will come in. I just don't like this ballpark that much in Tampa Bay. Not the greatest park for hitters, with it being hot everywhere, too. It's an indoor dome. I'm just kind of staying away from the Astros today. Just don't think we need to pay these prices on them. So I'm going to cross uh, this game off for the most part, unless you're playing Garrett Cole. Next game up, Chicago White Sox, Texas Rangers, 10.5 total. And we have uh, Dylan Covey. I don't know if it's the good Dylan Covey, the bad Dylan Covey, but he's been good so far this year. Going against Giovanni Gallardo. This is a spot where there should be tons of bats flying. It's going to be, what, 98 degrees? Even though we saw the Padres, you know, we saw the Padres prove to us that, uh, you know, hitting in 100 degrees doesn't make you better hitters. Well, uh, the White Sox are coming to town, and now they're going to try and see if they can prove that uh, going into hot weather makes you better hitters because White Sox and Padres, they're pretty similar teams, right? They're, uh, they're really they're really not good against right-handed pitching and they can crush left-handed pitching with some power uh, the White Sox are definitely a little better at it though than the Padres for sure but I'll be taking shots again on these uh, White Sox bats they're gonna be cheap again they're gonna be bats you want to get some exposure to so let's start talking about them here against Gallardo Moncada's got a good price uh, we'll still go Fandle first Moncada 3-3 
perfectly fine play. I like that price on him. It still feels like a nice little value here against Gallardo. Garcia 2.4 is really cheap. He should be back in the lineup there. He's going to be a good play. Jose Abreu at 3.3 feels way too cheap here. Uh, even though it's a righty, I get it. If it was against a lefty, man, that price would probably be higher. But against a righty, that's still a nice price on him. Uh, Polka is 2.6K. That's a nice little value. Even Matt Davidson, 2.8. I mean, I like a lot of these guys' prices. Larry Garcia at 2.2 is a nice price. I just think a lot of these guys are really cheap. And one of the better, cheaper stacks you can mess around with today on the slate. Uh, let's look at the DraftKings prices now on that. And uh, my Mankata, he's up at 4.5, definitely uh, more expensive uh, than the FanDuel price. Garcia, 3.6 is fine. Abreu, 4.3 is still solid. Palkit, 3.7 is a pretty solid price tag. Uh, yeah, so I like the FanDuel prices a little more than the DraftKings, but the DraftKings ones are fine. And then Fantasy Draft, let's check that out. We get Garcia, 7.3. Uh, Abreu, 8K, really nice price on him there. Uh, definitely think he's probably the better one of the better ones. And Matt Davidson, 7.3 is nice too. So uh, yeah, overall, really solid prices all around in the industry on these White Sox. We're going to want to get some exposure to them today. Gallardo, he's not a good pitcher. He's definitely had his struggles uh, you know, throughout his career. And he's definitely on the downswing. So we're going to want to target him for sure. Let's talk about Covey a little bit because uh, you know this is a guy that... He's been solid so far. Let's just look at this season numbers. You know, 4.24 XFIP, the K percentage at 18.7%, walk rate at 10.4, ground balls are at 60%, uh, Woba 233 against righties, the ISO's at uh, 0.079, and then the uh, ISO is 0.063 against lefties, and then the Woba at 325. I don't expect that to all continue, but he's been really good. He's pitching a lot better. He's, uh, you know, changed up the way he throws his pitches, which has uh, helped him out a ton. I don't want to talk about what we're going to do with him here. With this hot Texas weather, you know, I've been targeting Kobe earlier on. I was targeting him a lot in the first couple games. Then I started staying away, and it, end, it ended up working out staying away. But uh, the question now is, what do we do in this hot Texas weather? I still think we can fire away on some of these guys. Texas has some really good left-handed bats. Like, you'll get Sinchu Chu. The problem is these guys are expensive, right? Like, I'm not paying 5.2K for Sinchu Chu. There's better guys I can pay for. Like, I don't know what Mookie bets and JD's prices on DraftKings. Let's go check real quick. Uh, okay, they're in the 6K range. But I'm sure in this price range, you know, there are better plays than, uh, you know, Sinshu Chu at 5.2K. But he is a really good play today. I do like him. So I don't want to overlook that. He's like, played IQ rating. I think he's like the third best play on the slate. So if you have the money for him, I get it. But I just think there's better guys I could pay for. I'd rather find the $800 for Trout or something. But... Uh, yeah, Mazzaro's 4.6, Odor 4.1, uh, he's another lefty I like, he'll be in that 5-hole. Adrian Beltre's perfectly fine at 4.1k, I mean, all these guys are priced up nicely, I kind of like what DraftKings did, pricing these guys up the right way. Let's look at FanDuel a little bit here, Odor 2.8, still too cheap on him, I think he's a perfectly good play. Adrian Beltre, 3.5, that's an okay price, but uh, yeah, I think there's other third baseman I'd rather play, like I'd rather pivot to Travis Shaw. Mazzara, 3.3. That's too cheap on Mazzara. He seems like a guy I might get some cash game exposure to. Gallo's 2.8, depending on his lineup spot. If he's in the 8-hole, I don't like it as much, but if he moves up, I think that could be a really interesting spot for him. Uh, there's just some nice guys here in that like you know high 2K, mid 3.5K uh, range for uh, the Rangers. That I think they're going to be interesting over on FanDuel. And then let's look at Fantasy Draft. Guys are priced up for sure. Uh, you know, not a ton of value here. It's similar to DraftKings pricing. And uh, yeah, I kind of like what they did here. It makes it harder to get a Texas stack in. So uh, yeah, but think they're in a good spot against Kobe. 5.62 implied total. Hot weather out there. Uh, it's definitely uh, Vegas is in agreement with us that this is a good spot for the Rangers bats. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, obviously, that last game was a great game to get some cash game exposure too. So, guys, don't miss out on that. And obviously, good spot for tournaments. But Atlanta Braves, St. Louis Cardinals, eight and a half total here. Julio Tejeron, Miles Mikolas, and 
Man, see, Miles Mikolas, he's a good pitcher, but he doesn't have a ton of upside going to a team that doesn't get a ton of strikeouts. I'll probably just stay away from Mikolas here, and I'll stay away from the Braves' offense. I'll probably just cross both off of my list today. I don't think it's too necessary to go to. On the opposite side, Julio Tejeron, you know, he's, you know, been up and down this season. I think you I think you can go with the Cardinals stack if you really wanted to, but I just don't think it's the right slate and there's better spots, so... This is like a really good game. I'm just going to kind of cross off, but I will agree. Like, uh, it is 93 degrees outside, right? That's obviously good hitting weather. So I, I don't want to overlook it completely. So I think maybe the Cardinals offense is in play, but uh, I don't love it. And overall, don't love this game as a whole. So I kind of want to go on to the next one. Uh, trying, trying to just be short and sweet. You got to kind of uh, kick out some games sometimes, guys. And this is one I just don't love a ton. If you like the Cardinals stack, though, I get it. Go for it, but uh, I just think that playing Mikolas uh, or Teheran or the Braves offense is kind of a mistake, and if you like the Cardinals offense, go for it, but I think there's better stacks on the slate, but the hot weather is there and obviously going to be good for uh, good hitting weather, so that's something I never like to overlook. Next game up, San Francisco Giants, Arizona Diamondbacks, 7.5 total here. We have Andrew Suarez and Patrick Corbin, and I really like Corbin here. I think he's a really nice SP2 option. Just the question is, do you have the money to spend an SP2 on that much? Can you spend that much for him? I don't know. It's, it's, it's a tough price. If you look on um, look on Fancy Draft, 2.31K, 11.9K on DraftKings, and then on FanDuel, 9.6K. You know, if you could double pay up a pitcher, I get it, but it's probably going to be difficult to do. You could probably make him your SP1 if you don't like DeGrom. I think he's a perfectly fine play against the Giants. Uh, I think he's good, but uh, not one of my favorite options. Uh, Good tournament pivot, right, because there is strikeout upside for him uh, with that slider that he throws. So overall, I think he's a good term and option. Good cash game one, too. It's just the problem is it's really tough to fit him in. He's kind of expensive on this slate. So maybe overall, really good term and pivot the more uh, I've talked through it. But I, I like him a lot. I think there could be some a really good spot for him against the Giants here. If you want to play on the opposite side, like a McCutcheon where he's cheap. I don't know if he still has a nice price tag. Yeah, like 3.7K, I would get it because, uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's a really good righty. And, uh, you know, on DraftKings, that's just a really nice price tag. And the Giants get nice price tags sometimes, but I wouldn't go too crazy with any Giant bats. On the opposite side against Suarez, some of these Diamondback bats are interesting. Nick Ahmed, Ned specifically, if he's batting second for the cheap price tag at 2.6 on FanDuel, 3.3 on DraftKings, and 6.4 on Fantasy Draft. Really like him. Think he's interesting. John Ryan Murphy, he's another righty if he's in the cleanups spot that he's a really nice catcher option on the slate and then if you can afford goldschmidt sure but i think there's better pay up options on the slate today so uh overall I just think i'm mainly looking at ahmed and john ryan murphy as some value to mix and match throughout my lineups uh and kind of call it a day maybe do a three-man stack and throw goldschmidt in there if you want but not going too crazy with arizona not one of my favorite uh teams on the slate just decent value there Next game up, it's a pretty easy one to talk about. Cleveland Indians, Oakland Athletics, eight total here, and it's Trevor Bauer against Paul Blackburn. I get it. Trevor Bauer's been really good this year. Totally phenomenal. I'm not paying this price tag for him, though. He costs more than Jacob deGrom on FanDuel. He's 300 less than Jacob deGrom on DraftKings, and he is really expensive still on Fantasy Draft at 25.7K. I'm in a pass on Trevor Bauer. I'll play deGrom instead. Uh, if you think it's a great tournament pivoting, sure, go to him. I don't care. Not for me. I'm not doing it. DeGrom is a way better pitcher. He's in a way better matchup. Uh, I'm just going to go with that. There's obviously risk against the Oakland Athletics. Sure, the Oakland Athletics can strike out a ton. I get it. They can uh, have their issues at times, but uh, this lineup can be scary. I'm going to stay away. No need to be playing Trevor Bauer here. On the opposite side, Indians have been not so good on the road. I'm going to cross them off too. No need to play Paul Blackburn. No need to play the Indians. I just think this is one of the better cross-off games on the slate, and we can move on 
on from there because there's just better options and overall it's not like there's you know it's not like this is a small slate right a four game slate and it's like okay uh, game theory no one's gonna own them yada 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 this is a big slate and there's a lot of different ways to go today so i will pass on that next one up kansas city royals seattle mariners this is an eight total here with Ian Kennedy against Marco Gonzalez. And Marco Gonzalez, I think he's a pretty interesting SB2 to consider. The problem is the strikeout upside against the Royals, right? It's not really there. That's the one thing I have a little bit of worries about, but this is a good ballpark, obviously, for pitchers. So I think he's certainly in play, someone that you can consider. If you look at the numbers this year, 3.53 exit, the K percentage only at 21%, but a 5% walk rate. And uh, he's not getting hit hard. The ISO against both sides of the plate is above 150. The Woba is around 321 against righties and 296 against lefties he's been perfectly fine if you want to take a shot on him because he's cheap i wouldn't hate it 7-3 on fanduel he is 8 7.8k on giraffe kings and 15.3k on uh, fantasy draft i wouldn't hate it in tournaments but not my favorite play uh royals though i expect to definitely have the their struggles here so yeah i think this is no royals for me and just marco gonzalez on the opposite side ian kennedy flyball pitcher in seattle i think you can go with guys like nelson cruz mitch hanniger some of these power bats i think they're perfectly fine could be a sneaky stack, but again, it's in Seattle, not my favorite spot, but uh, no one's going to own them, so I get it if you want to do that, but not something I love in cash games, more of like a tournament play if you want to stack up those power bats and hope you get the Ian Kennedy blow-up game because he's a fly ball pitcher that has a lot of struggles, that's perfectly fine, but again, this is a ballpark that can, you know, kind of play into Ian Kennedy at times uh, with these, uh, you know, with, with these better parks for, uh, you know, pitchers rather than the hitters. Let's go to the next game. We have the Colorado Rockies, the Los Angeles Dodgers, seven and a half total here, and we have Rich Hill against Tyler Anderson. And you know, all the models love Rich Hill today, right? I totally get why they like Rich Hill. Uh, you know, if you look at the year sample or whatever you want to look at, Rich Hill, he's a perfectly good pitcher. You know, he's been phenomenal, right? But the problem with Rich Hill is, I don't know what his pitch count's going to be. The last two starts, he had 89 and 90 pitch count. I don't know if that blister is going to swell up. I don't know what's going to happen with him. I don't know if Dave Roberts is going to pull him. There's so many different factors that go into it. His price is great, though. We'll talk about his price. 7.4K on FanDuel, 7.7 on DraftKings, 15.8K on Fantasy Draft. Love those prices. I think it's phenomenal. He's going against Colorado Rockies. They struggle on the road, right? They're not as good on the road. This is a good spot to obviously target it. I just don't know what to do with it. Uh, I do think that people are going to grab it. Like there are going to be people that gravitate to the models and say, "Look what Rich Hill, uh, you know, look what Rich Hill's projection is on this site everywhere." Although they're all going to like them, I think it's going to be something that people consider. But I'm just torn. I think it's a spot where if I end up playing Rich Hill. And there's a slight chance I do. It's going to take a lot of the day for me to get talked onto it. I don't know if there's like a pitch count that's secure on him or anything that, you know, maybe he's already guaranteed 100 pitches or something, but I don't think that's the case. There's just a lot of like, there's a lot of outs for Rich Hill to struggle. Like, first of all, there, like I said, the blister is one. The Dave Roberts is two. We never, because we never know his pitch count. That, that also plays into it. There's a lot of things that can go into Rich Hill. Uh, you know, sometimes he can blow up, right? There's a chance he gets hit, hit hard. Like there's just so many different outs for him to struggle that uh or, or even just get pulled out of the game early just uh so many routes where you could just not do well so uh, i'm kind of just talking in circles but it's because i'm very concerned i really just don't understand why because i looked at the projections on him and i was totally confused why he's projected so high i mean i get it because it's a projection model but man it's like can we temper our expectations here because there's definitely some worry here with rich hill I do think he's interesting in cash because uh, I totally get it. Vegas agrees, 3.40 total, uh, you know, obviously because the Rockies are uh, not that good on the road, and Rich Hill could obviously have his way with them because Rich Hill is a good pitcher, but again, there's a lot of reasons why he could struggle. 
So he's in cash game play. I get it. Uh, I don't know if I'll pull the trigger, but he's certainly in cash game play, and he is a good tournament option too. Just got to kind of see what his ownership ends up being because I do think that is going to be interesting, and that's something I will be monitoring throughout the day. Uh, let's talk about Tyler Anderson a little bit. He's someone I think we can target a little here. Uh, you know, mainly just some righties uh, here and there, right? Maybe a Kike Hernandez, lefty masher Kike Hernandez, as Derek Cardi likes to call him. Uh, totally kidding, Cardi. But uh, yeah, I think that Kike is in play. He's been hitting lefties really well this year. Justin Turner, he's certainly viable. Matt Kemp, looking at those like power righties in the middle of the order is really where I'm looking here. Uh, don't think this is a game I'm going crazy with, but I think that there uh, is reason to get exposure to these guys as one-offs. All right, let's go to the last game of the day, and I think this is another uh, you know cash game kind of pitcher that we'll talk about here that people are going to be considering. We had the Pittsburgh Pirates and the San Diego Padres, and Joe Musgrove is interesting here. We saw at the Padres how bad they were against the Rangers. Uh, if you believe in cold streaks, this is probably the right time to jump on, but we'll probably get trolled when they were in that 100 degree weather. The Padres were terrible, and now they'll just destroy Joe Musgrove, right? That's how it goes in DFS sometimes, but I do think Joe Musgrove is a really good cash game option today. We like right-handed pitching against the Potters, right? It's one of those things that we do a ton of, and it's it's in a you know really good ballpark, obviously, for pitchers. I think this is something that we should definitely be considering a ton here. Joe Musgrove's XFIP is at 4.47, the K percentage at 20.3%. Obviously don't love uh, those numbers, but he's been solid this year. He's not getting hit hard a ton. The lefties is where he's had his issues, right? And what lefties are you really scared of in this lineup, right? Uh, if I pull this up, we have uh, Jankowski, Hosmer, Spangenberg, and then Galvis. Those are the lefties you really have to worry about here. And uh, Hosmer is the one I'm really worried about. Hopefully Musgrove just pitches around them a little bit. But I do think this is a good spot. Uh, I'm going to look to get some exposure to Musgrove. He's 15K on Fantasy Draft, 7.6 on DraftKings, and then 7.2 on FanDuel. So Musgrove uh, on an SP2 sites, I do think he is certainly in play as a cash game guy. Again, uh, the numbers are, are decent. They're not amazing, but uh, he's at least kept the ISO down enough where you're not worried about him getting like destroyed. Uh, sure, you might not get the uh, you know the K upside you're looking for, but I feel like he could pull off the six innings pitched, uh, maybe gives up one run and uh, five strikeouts, which at that price is perfectly uh, perfectly fine route to go with. So uh, Musgrove, I think, is certainly in play in this nice uh, Petco park for pitchers. Let's talk about Eric Lauer here. He is definitely a uh, pitcher that I, uh, you know, I've been targeting a little bit this year. I do think that this is a spot where we can get some exposure to some of these uh, righties. The XFIPs at 4.83, K percentage at 19%, walk percentage at 10.2%. And he's struggling with the righties. The Wobas at 382, uh, the ISOs at 187. Do think that this is a spot where you can target him. Hard hit percentage at 41%. So I'd mainly just look at the righties. Maybe with a Starling Marte, a Josh Harrison, a David Freeze, Diaz, some of those guys. Jose Azuna, really look at those righties. Don't think you have to to stack it up, but uh, I do think it's certainly uh, a fine spot to just take some guys as one-offs. That'll about wrap up the slate for you guys. Let's uh, Before we get out of here, we'll do the stack of the day. Uh, I will talk about my favorite stack, the one that I'm definitely going to be looking to target. And, and if you guys follow my content, you'll probably know where I'm going here. I'm going with the Los Angeles Angels. Sure, it might be quote-unquote chalky, but I, I do think this is a really good spot for them. They could absolutely go all off. So I, I like the Angels stack. Uh, I'll use them as my quote-unquote chalky stack of the day. How's that? And then uh, I will give you my uh, low-owned contrarian stack of the day now here. 
or how about this? I won't go with the uh, low-owned contrarian stack of the day because it's a big slate. Ownership doesn't matter as much, guys. Uh, I'll go with my uh, my cheap stack of the day, the one that's just like uh, a cheaper price tag. And I kind of talked about them earlier. I'm going to go back to the well. We'll go with the power White Sox bats. Hopefully they crush Gallardo here in this not-so-great Texas bullpen in this hot Texas weather. I think this could be a really, really good spot for the uh, White Sox. So they just have really nice cheap price tags. And if you're trying to get in Jacob DeGrom or another really good expensive pitcher, say like Eric Cole, uh, you know, you can just put in the White Sox with him. It'll help make it work a lot easier. So I'll give you the Angels and the White Sox are my two favorite stacks of the day, the expensive one and the cheap one. But that about wraps this late, guys. Thanks a lot for listening. I'll be back giving the uh, weekend grind takes. Dan Bach will be back, I believe, on Monday to give you the Daily Fantasy Fix. Uh, I had a fun time filling in for this week, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, if you do want to ever catch uh, my weekend grind content or, content or when I do the Daily Fantasy Fix on Fridays, I always tweet it out. So give me a follow on Twitter. It's at Travis Mangone, T-R-A-V-I-S. M-A-N-G-O-N-E. It's over there, or you can uh, you know, grab it on iTunes or wherever else you are listening. So thanks a lot for joining me, guys. I'm going to get on out of here and make some lineups and look at the slate a little bit more. So for me, Travis Mangone, I am out of here. Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for Dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make Dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612, Craftsman offer valid through 619, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 US only.